Hey, welcome back to the Flipside Podcast. Today we have a special guest, Jay Barnish. Hello. And we're just going to be interviewing him. Um, tell us a little bit about your gymnastics career. I know that that's what you do, so it'll be really fun to have you and Sean on here, uh, kind of taking taking the stand, taking my voice away a little bit because I'm usually the one who's, you know, bringing in the tricking. But today we're going to be yeah. kind of dominating with, yeah, I'm outnumbered a little bit. So, so yeah, let's it's hear nice. about what what, what your uh, what your background is a little bit. Yeah, so, I mean, like a lot of kids, I was, I was just one of the little toddlers running around into the foam pit and stuff. But I didn't actually start competing until I was nine. Super scared for my first competition. But, like, oh, I had back handspring and stuff when I was seven. And, uh, yeah, after my first competition, I did... I did I did okay, and then the second uh, second year of competition, I did really good. So I was really good at, at competing as a little kid. And I I left the sport briefly once after breaking my arm, and then my uh, my mom stopped taking me to practice. And then it it healed, and a month went by. And I was like, what? When am I going back to uh, gymnastics? It's not that, like, I missed it that much. It's just, I was used to going there. It's like, why aren't we going anymore? So like, you want to go? I'm like, yeah. And I just sure. never stopped going. I just kept going. Like, a lot of classmates would quit for one reason or another. My brother, yeah. he's three years younger than me. Uh, he quit my first year when I was level 10. And he's uh Level eight, he injured his back on the rings and just didn't heal, and then got into powerlifting. And then <laughs> that became... doesn't make sense. <laughs> no, no, it yeah. But that got him to uh, that. That healed his back, like he created a cast out of core muscle. <laughs> yeah, I've heard that. He's a gorilla. That's awesome. Yeah. He's benching twice his body weight, and that's like I don't know. I was looking up to him like he's my big brother for a little bit there in uh, in high school. <laughs> totally. Well, before we get too far, I want to oh, know about your broken arm. Oh my! Yeah, my same. Arm. Um. Oh, I was just jumping up onto the monkey bars. Um, oh, it wasn't even at gymnastics. Practice. No, not even. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't have that many. Like even I, I don't really have any gymnastics injury stories. I tended to practice pretty conservatively. Right, nice. and then how's your back? I have to ask you that. Oh, my back? Yeah. It's fine. It's good? I've never had problems. I don't know why, but when I tumble and I punch on the floor, my low back gets destroyed. And I don't know if it's just because of the way that I learned how to do tricks. And so my low back, and also I know it runs in my family, and like I'm on my feet you know, 20 hours a day. So that makes that does a, lot <laughs> that does a lot to my low back. So, <laughs> what's that? I did road work last winter. So oh, yeah. Like, for stand-up all-day job. It doesn't even matter if you're bending over. Yeah. It's just if you're standing. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, so I was just curious because when I see you punch, it hurts me. <laughs> like, I wish I could generate that kind of hit to the floor. Oh, what's the name of that? Uh, power Christopher, the power tumbler at Lipshack. He, uh, he, he, I don't know if I know him. You might not have seen him, but he, he was saying, why do you tumble so loud? Yeah, right. <laughs> you do tumble really loud. It's yeah, it's it, it's kind of forced. It's it's something I would want to fix. Um, 
you know, if I keep working on it, I kind of started uh, started tumbling like three or six six months ago after like a three year break. Yeah, that's a long time to take a break. Yeah. I took a oh, week yeah. break and it took my <laughs> you put me into shock. Oh, you take a, you take <laughs> a break off of anything. It feels like that. Yeah, I was seeing stars for the first ten minutes for no, sure. I see stars. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Okay, Sean, let's get some let's get some gymnastics questions in here. What do you what are you wondering about? Um what I mean, granted, I can see some results here, but what was your favorite event? Because sometimes I know it's not always everybody's best event, but I know sometimes it can be. So what what is your like your favorite event to do? And also for the listeners, they didn't hear what your events were. Oh yeah. Alright, so in high school I did all six and all six in gymnastics is floor, which is uh, like five tumbling passes, one of them being on the short end. Uh, Palma horse. Which uh, is the worst. Great. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Um, <laughs> rings, vault, parallel bars, and high bar. Um, I did all of those in high school. I sucked at high bar, except for the dismounts, as I already did. But, and then in, in college, uh, I ended up competing for Arizona State uh, starting uh, 20, 2015 through 2017. Uh, nice. And then I practiced during the 2018 season, and that's when I stopped. Um, I just did uh, rings, but I still practiced floor. And every now and then I'd jump up on pommels because I could still do like 70 circles. Um, <laughs> like we'd have a, we'd have a circle competition and the, the rest of the team would only see me on like rings. So I was just rings and conditioning dude. And so I'd get some crap sometimes. So when they had like a pommel horse circle competition, I'd jump up there and they'd all laugh at me. And then I just like, I'd make it through the first 30 circles just fine. And then I'd suffer through the next 35, 40 <laughs> I feel that. and just not fall down. <laughs> what, 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 is that is that like were you winning were you getting first yeah because yeah. i have no idea what that sounds like a lot but so I'm, I'm glad that my gym wasn't the only one who did circle competitions because those could be painful at the end recovery from one of those is like a few days <laughs> your forearms are just dead you're like i can't pick anything up this is terrible your back is dead anything that hit the pop horse multiple <laughs> times is dead your hands are ripped yeah oh well i mean my circles weren't that great so like maybe have to do extra problems but... <laughs> so you're taking hits in other areas yeah, yeah. <laughs> um so out of the six now that we have reestablished what they were which i should have done also but uh I'm assuming, I mean, looking at some of the scores that I can see, rings and floor were pretty much your favorites, correct? Those were my best. Um, okay. All right, so my favorite one to, ones to practice, uh, like rings got kind of repetitive. Rings dismount were one of my favorite things to practice. But as far as okay. like the whole event goes, my favorite event to practice was floor and uh, parallel bars, actually. Now, really? wasn't that... Yeah, I wasn't that good at parallel bars, but I, I those were some of the most memorable skills I got to learn. Does it, it ever not get scary? Does it ever not get scary? No, that's why I loved it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. And normally people would say that about the high bar. Right. But I wasn't good enough at high bar to like 
get to scare myself. Like, I would go for something, and it would be a crash every time. So, like, I didn't have any high bar skills. But parallel bars, I had giants. I had, I was stuck sand stand. Uh, I was trying to get front toss and back toss, which is a front flip, and you grab back onto the bar and support hold. Yeah. Yeah, like. Were you, trying to, were you doing Diamonoffs at all? Yeah, I tried. My handstand sucked, which is also why I wasn't that good at high bar. Yeah, high bar is kind of hard if you don't have a good handstand. Uh, you yeah. know, you use <laughs> for every skill. <laughs> yep. Yeah, um, the rings, you could just muscle your way through it without a good handstand. And that's why it's called still rings. It's great. Yeah. But my coach liked to teach the swing skills, and we didn't really do a lot of strength skills until much later in his career where I saw people actually like doing more uh, Maltese work was, became a lot bigger for him. And then he, he started teaching like some crosses. Like I was kind of trying to work on L cross and then doing giant to inverted cross, but it just wasn't quite there. Cause my shoulders weren't quite strong enough to do that kind of stuff. I never even bothered working invert cross. I loved invert uh, cross. It was probably my favorite yeah. thing. What is what is invert cross? What does that one look like? So this is a cross. Yep. It's that but upside down. It's enhanced. Data. Oh gee, so it's yeah. literally invert. Like you're yes. actually yeah. just doing it's an iron cross that's enhanced. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, we're, we're gonna hell? probably use a lot of terminology that people are gonna be like, what the hell are you yeah. talking about? Don't, well, you guys keep yeah. talking, I'll be sure to ask the dumb just, question. Just get, <laughs> open up a bunch of empty uh, Google search tabs. Yeah, right. Yeah, for, for <laughs> <laughs> just, just look it up and pull up images real fast and maybe find something. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's like um, rings was always fun to watch if people had like interesting dismounts. Like uh, a buddy of mine that competed at University of Minnesota, he actually used to do double front half out. And for a while, he was working on double front Rudy out because he did the same dismount on high bar and on rings. And it was a really cool dismount to watch. <laughs> Double front Rudy out on rings? There was a couple times he had tried it. It didn't always succeed, but I remember him trying it a couple times, but his dismount was always double front half out, and then high bar he would do double half or he would try double Rudy. Well, good luck finding a video of the, the double front Rudy out on rings uh, on, on YouTube anyway. I just, I just haven't. I was about to say, no one does front dismounts, so it's like... No one does that. <laughs> well, if they do, they, don't, they do one foot. It's never yeah. double. And he he just had it really well because he did um oh god Yamawakis. So I mean he learned Yamawakis so easily for him and they were always really nice. He would always do Pike Yamawaki Tuck Yamawaki and they were just really good. So he for him getting double front off rings was like cake. At least yeah. from what I watched. So Yamawaki's like if you're good at him, don't fatigue you at all. It's, it's, it's no different than just swinging on the rings for some guys, but uh I had to oh. play my week around how many Yamawakis I was going to do that. <laughs> okay, what is a Yamawaki? So, is that different than a ballistic knife? <laughs> <laughs> it's a. It's essentially doing a double front while holding the rings. Oh, I've actually seen that. Yeah, so you do one front flip up to pretty much like support, but instead of actually catching, you just dump it back over and do a front flip on the way down also. And if, just hope your shoulders don't fall out of their sockets. Yes. Yeah, if you don't do it correctly, it, yeah, you pretty much just bottom out on the bottom of the rings and it just yanks like oh. no business. Yeah, um, I can see that happening for sure. So then, because, wow, P-Bars is your fa- like one of your favorite events to work on. God, I hated working parallel bars. I sucked at stuts. I could not do a stuts to save my life. <laughs> I hated it so much. Well, mine, were, mine weren't consistent, but I just... I loved throwing them. 
the the Giants were my favorite. Just I don't know, that was that was like the most satisfying one to trade. And that's the thing, I I liked Giants for a while. Um I think I told Chris this story. The only reason I think I got scared of Giants is because we had a kid in the gym that put honey on the parallel bars and didn't like put chalk over it because he's like, oh, it'll just stick. And he just like slathered where everybody's hands went and didn't say anything. Like an act of terrorism. Yeah. And <laughs> I went to do my kip and I was like, oh, I'm fine. And then I felt my hands start to slip and I was like, ah, maybe I just didn't get a good enough grip. And I start the bail into the giant and I just slipped off and went right into the uprights on the other side. And, oh, and yes. from that point, I'm pretty sure it scared the crap out of me to try it again, because I was like, this is what's going to happen every time. Like, I don't want it That's to That's every child's worst fear when they're going from support to underswing on parallel bars. Mm-hmm. Just exactly that. The, just swinging into the big metal poles, hanging, <laughs> keeping you up. I've barely done anything on them, and that's the scariest part, for sure. Yeah, yeah he swung. <laughs> <laughs> And that's why well, from in the future, then I did we can get we can get floating ones. How cool would that be? Uh, so that would be yeah. But then you got the cables. No, no, floating. Oh, from wall to wall. No, from just. just I mean, you just could floating. do wall to wall. Just, just floating. Just in the future. Yeah, they're gonna, they're gonna go just magnets or something. Yeah. We'll figure it out. Yeah, okay. That's for the scientists, but <laughs> we'll figure out the logic. Yeah, but see, that's the best. I need the engineering of science. <laughs> <laughs> no, this doesn't make sense. <laughs> God. Um, so, uh, I am a scientist. Wall to wall would actually be pretty good. No, it wouldn't. No, it would. No, it's like a really long, like really long, and then you just mark like where you're allowed to touch, you know? But you would have to have something that could support the beam or else it would just break. Oh, it would snap in half. Oh, you're right. No, you just make them really strong. You just make them really strong, says the engineer. Just make them out of fine. All right, sweet. Um, okay, so going past favorite event and favorite one to work on, um, let's see, did you have any memorable meets, like, really, like, stuck out to you, like, winning a first medal somewhere, or, like, I feel like I just did, like, my best routines in this competition at this point in my career or anything like that? Well, man, that goes to, like, my favorite event to compete. My favorite event to compete was rings because like it, there was the most at stake and that was like particularly in college because that's yeah. like a team event you know if it's individual it's, it's individual it's fine I mean, well qualifying to nationals as a in, in high school was really exciting too oh that's always exciting what any event it, it didn't really matter which event it was whenever there was a lot of pressure that that was it really matter what the event was it's just what when it was game on, do or die, like, that was my favorite. Like, yeah, that's true. I feel you there. Yeah. That's why tricking needs more battles. Because I know the feeling you're talking about, and you will really only get it when you're competing against somebody else. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, I have to think about it. I mean, level nine, I think it was, or seven. I, don't, I remember traveling out to Florida and, like, winning everything. But that was with the fixed routines. That wasn't upper level. Like, when it's yeah. upper level and you're doing your own skills, it's, like... It's like, a whole different ball game. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I wasn't as good at that ball game, but I enjoyed it more. Yeah, Even because though, yeah. You, you feel like you can really just, like, show, like, this is what I can do, this is what I'm good at, like, here I am. Where doing the lower levels and doing, like, the basic skills, you're like, eh, 
I mean, this is what's supposed those to everybody's be able to do. I was winning. I was winning at those, yeah. But uh, I was. I feel like I got somewhat better at the going into like level nine, level ten is where I feel like I started to get better. But definitely those lower levels, it's easier to feel like you you shine more because everybody's doing the same thing. So if you just do it more perfectly, I mean that works. And then once you go into the upper levels, no one has the same routine. So it, it really yeah. comes down to who can do the big skill and not die. <laughs> well, I, part of me kind of wishes it was that. It'd be more fun to watch if it's that. But you could go for a big skill and then lose seven tenths on it. Yeah, exactly. A whole point. And then to an audience member, they're like, oh, that was really cool. They kind of messed up a little bit, but that was the coolest skill there. And it was at worthless on the scoreboard. Right. Yep. And it is frustrating to see that. <laughs> well, we'll talk about that later. We'll get into that um, on our next episode for sure. Um, oh, yeah. But yeah, uh, so what made you stick with it? Like, as you said, you had been doing it so consistently, but then you just wanted to go back. I mean, I didn't. did you do other sports? Like, what stood out about this one? I, just, I didn't do other sports. Oh, <laughs> you know, I wanted to, well, okay, I wanted to ski. I wanted to do downhill skiing, but I didn't live near a ski resort. Parents didn't. I'll pay for that. And I don't blame them. I'm thankful they're willing to take me to gymnastics practice all the time. Um, and then I wanted to do dirt biking. Um, but mom didn't want me to die. So uh, that would have been a lot of fun. Mountain biking would have been a lot of fun. Again, they, did, they just saw that as more dangerous. Yeah, no, that's true. Um, so to transition towards tricking them, after probably taking off, like, what, how many years did you take off before thinking about, like, tricking and just doing tricking? Yeah, so I, I was competing in gymnastics freshman, sophomore year. So that was competition season 2016 and 2017. And yeah. then middle of my junior year, um, so going into 2018, I was like, Coach, uh, I'm kind of on the – bottom half of my classes and uh, we got the hardest like this class had a 25% pass rate for first time takers and it, it didn't look like I was going to pass this class unless I went really hard for it so I was like I, I got to take this season off and then I just I took the season off I loved that's when I really loved what I was studying and uh, and I, I didn't really come back like I went to the weights gym and stuff but that's that's one hour a day. That's not three hours a day. Yeah, that's true. And, and yeah, so there, there was a lot of time that I, I saved too. And it wasn't even every day. It was like four, four days or five days a week instead of six. Yeah, so. gymnastics is a big time commitment. And that is like the one of the hardest things about it, especially once you get to those upper levels. And I don't think some kids understand that when they start is like it progressively becomes such a time commitment that you really do plan around your time at the gym more than anything else. Uh, that was, that's what it was for me. Yeah, there, there were like a lot of club activities and stuff I, I wasn't doing in, in college or high school that just, just I was doing gymnastics. That was, that was my, what I did yep. outside of school. But that's really great though, because I mean, what you said is like you did the gymnastics and you were so passionate about that then you took a break you had to 
you had that you were like yeah exactly if i'm going to take a break it's going to be a real break and it was yeah and and then you put that passion into what you were studying and like i mean that's what's so cool is like you learn how to be i don't know maybe maybe that's just the way we are you know but i don't know but i just feel like the majority of the time you learn you know the hard work and then you can apply it because of everything that you've done because it really is just teaching you how to learn is what it is and then it makes anything else you do easier i agree (laughs) <laughs> in a lot of ways um so when you started tricking was it hard to i mean since you didn't have too much time then it sounds like in between gymnastics and tricking was it hard to transition um see so he's he you're still working on like is you you're you're still doing gymnastic skills i uh, yeah i'm still i i got all my tumbling skills back actually i got i i never had more than a back double pull um, my front tumbling's right where it's at. I got I got front double full back. Um, nice. But I was almost tumbling out of it when I was competing, so that was not quite back to where it was. But I got like a double back more consistently than I've ever had it. Um, I got back two and a half. I've never had that. Almost back triple full on the nice. floor. Yeah. So, and then my back one and a half into. I'm trying to go back one and a half into the front pole. That one's closer than it's ever been. Yeah, so like the tumbling's better than it's ever been. And I've been, I came back this past June. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, early June. And it took like a month to get most of my skills and strength back. My first day back felt like whiplash. I had, (laughs) had it. It felt like I was in a car crash, and I was in a I was in an actual car crash in September. I felt nothing from that. No, no. Cutting first day back into tumbling <laughs> was a car crash. Yeah. yeah. Oh, jeez. So I don't. I, I feel like we've talked about this a little bit before, but like, so you you do want to learn some tricking skills? Absolutely. Or, oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's not a spring floor everywhere you go. Yeah. I mean, I've seen people do tumbling on the grass and stuff. Oh. But, oh. <laughs> Yeah, yeah I just <laughs> tumbling hurts my back on the spring floor. <laughs> oh, I cannot imagine. Well, that just the the strength in your joints you would need. I yeah, I don't know what the trick is to tumbling on the grass as much. I think it, it's all it's all different timing. Well, it's I all... don't tumble light, light enough either. See, I need yeah, to... I do. Speaking, <laughs> I just feel like yeah. So you could probably transition to grass tumbling easy. Oh, that sounds um, painful. It is like, painful. I tricked on grass a little, but, and even that is just... It hurts. I already don't have an ACL. I trick on grass, and during it, I'm like, oh, this is great. Nothing, nothing's going wrong. And then I, I wake up the next day, and I'm like, oh, gosh, it's completely different pain. That's how my very few grass tumbling sessions fell afterwards. <laughs> after, yeah. so, so back to what we were talking about. So you have... So you've done scoot gainer, right? And you've done J step yeah. gainer, okay? Yeah. And um, Very yeah. yeah. So how how difficult is that? And then like, so I think you said you wanted G switches. Was there? Oh uh, yeah, I want to be able to do just a bunch of those. Yeah. So so how difficult has it? Oh, you so you have done a G switch on two? Yeah, one. Okay. But not like. Right. Set up. Right, right, right. Is it how how hard is that, or is it applicable because you just? learned how to learn it's and it's still movement relearning timing yeah it's like yep. 
teaching someone who's never done back twisting or front twisting before how to do back twisting or front twisting. You, that's so complicated. Yeah, there's a new timing association. Or like a, even, even a golf swing. There's a bunch of things that need to sync up together for it to happen. And for you to get power out of these uh, unsprung tumbling moves, um, your, your ankles, like every, every, everything that would give you height or speed upwards, like needs to sync together in the same way. You just need to practice building that muscle memory. That is really cool. Yeah, it's like it, it, the way you explained so it just made me think. Memory, yeah. yeah, it's a completely different muscle memory, and like you're you're like you're fine tuning um, the machine that you built completely differently. Yeah. Like I'm just mm-hmm. imagining like when you're talking about how the tumbling works and like your feet are together, you're punching and everything. And now I'm thinking about the transition into single leg skills and how the, mo- the, the, the momentum is transferred that way. It's like, I'm imagining myself how it feels. And I'm like, that is, that is a complicated motion. And, you know, and especially if you want it to be fine tuned, you know, like, cause that's the thing yeah. about tricking too, is you can get it done, but you also, if you want it to flow, right, that's the hard part. Cause you see plenty of people there who are doing the moves, but you're like, yeah, it's pretty, you know, not yeah. quite connected, you know. That's why I like the gymnasts that spend too much time on the tumble track or the, the rod floor, the air mat. They go over to yep. the real floor and they're just all messed up. Yeah. Because it's a different timing. Right. Your body gets used to the timing of the, or even a different tumble track, like a stiffer or a softer tumble track. Oh, I hate doing yeah. that. We, that's actually what our last episode was about. We just talked about that. Yeah. yeah. Tricking is just, it's a different time yeah yeah and that's one thing i've struggled with now because like i remember when i was with you with uh chris and eric when they were at the karate gym up here doing just like a scoot just a pop flash for some reason for me just the timing was weird and i was like i don't know how a gainer would feel just going off one foot for me just doesn't feel right and i just don't know if it's a timing thing it's I don't know. Going off one foot just doesn't make sense to me. And I don't know if that's just a gymnast thing or that's a me thing because I did everything off two feet. So that's my like hardest transition so far is just getting used to being on one foot. And I hate it. <laughs> I, I, sh- I want to not hate it. Um, <laughs> but You will learn to love it. If you exactly. can figure out that flow, it feels awesome. like nothing I started else. working raise. Yeah. Yeah. And and I, as soon as I started working raise, the, the switches off the one leg started to feel better. And then I've been doing lunge walks and uh, single leg hops, and I've kind of tried to uh, change my strength training so I'm better off the of one leg. Just that makes if sense. I'm gonna do leg day. I change up a couple things, so it's it kind of helps with that. Nice. Yeah, yeah, I would definitely say grow strength and flexibility, which I'm sure you've done in gymnastics. Well, that's why I was able to jump right back into it after a three-year break like I've been running I've been uh lifting and all that and stretching that's that's a huge one yeah yeah it hurts so bad uh, <laughs> I, I you know I've been having such bad back issues that I haven't really been able to trick very well and last night I finally figured out a stretch that helps my back so we're I do no so it's actually I do a half straddle so you, you sit in a straddle and then you pull the one leg in and then you just lean really hard to the right Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And I just, I, I would do that. And then I'd be like, man, it didn't help. And then I started holding it for like, like five minutes at a time. Now it helps. Cause I would just, I'll just like, I'll just lay there and like okay. my body like resists it so hard. And then I just slowly relax, like, especially with how tight it is, it just needs more time to relax into it. I should give you range of strength for, uh, 
you're tricking too. Oh, for sure. And like, I, that's, we just talked about that too, is like, that's the most important muscle in acrobatics is, is the thing that connects your, your motor, which is like your legs and your butt to your core. That is yep. like the most, and that's what that is, is that, that position. So you got to keep it loose. Yeah. Too stiff. You ain't going to do nothing at all. <laughs> <laughs> um, so cool. any, any, uh, last questions for him, Sean? Ooh, what was the hardest skill in gymnastics? Not potentially either hardest one that you felt like was hard for you, or like highest difficulty skill you could do. One I worked the hardest for versus in the one I. Uh, That's impressive. Yeah, the most impressive. All right. Um, man, I was working triple back on rings, but I didn't get that one. So, oh, uh, full fully laid out off of rings. Okay. I would say I, that is a both. that is a beautiful looking skill. Yeah, I I worked hard for that one, and I tried to compete it. I didn't get to compete it. I only landed it on all fours on the hard like several times. <sighs> there were a couple in the resi that over rotated and would have been fine on the hard, but it just it was never consistent. I feel you. Um, That's like how it was when I did cots foals. Just for some reason, I would the timing was off on me, so my landings were usually inconsistent for a long time, and it was hard to do for me for some reason. Which cots foals? Yep. Yeah, yeah, the ball. I, I had that. I had that. That one. Wait, cause That's that's the one where you did round off in front of the. Uh, yeah, I'm. I was thinking soup foal. Uh, Kazumatsu, Kazumatsu full. So, cart technically cartwheel on quarter turn forward, Rudy out. So like soup double full essentially. Yeah, yeah. I for some reason just it, it took me a bit to get the timing, and it was doing ball out Rudy's were the only thing that started to get me the timing, but it was still different where it screwed me up. Fortunately. <laughs> And I just sucked at rings, so I just didn't even worry about it. <laughs> I couldn't do anything. The thing with the falling on the rings, I wanted to twist so early. Like, I was still in handstand, and I'm like, all right, I want to twist. <laughs> no, 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 you need to hold on to them as long as possible. So, yeah, yeah and, for, and for the life, I would just let go so early, and there would be no height. So what I did, um, I stood on the uh, vault table, and I... I was just doing standing folds, and I would try to watch my feet pass over the ceiling before I would even bother twisting, just to oh, force wow. me to, because that's how long I needed to hold on to the rings, right? Yeah. I needed my feet to swing past vertical. I needed to then let go of the rings and then twist. And, and that's hard. Yeah, so I had to drill that. I, I, I pinpointed like that. All right, that's where I'm having trouble on this skill, so I just found a different place to do it. Um, where I wouldn't die in the process of trying to do it. <laughs> God. All right, and then yeah. Chris, do you, have, do you have anything else for him? No, I think we I think we covered it all really. And then uh, we'll make sure to do we'll make sure to do some more more with this guy. And I think I, I mean he just has a, a completely different perspective and a different story. So he's got different points of view. Even though they do like kind of coincide, you know, it's just really great to like have that different the different voice. So so. Yeah, it was really great having you. See you next time. Thanks for having me on, man.